Did you ever watch the Poseidon Adventure? Oh, sure. Do you remember the last scene when they're all standing on the hole and the boat is inverted in the water and they're singing that song, There's Got to Be the Morning After? No, but that's, but that's a great visual. I don't recall that, no. That's, that's what Jimmy was singing when I called him this morning. Oh, that's, that, that's fantastic. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is fantastic. It's true. Yeah. Oh, and welcome to it. <laughs> yeah, How does it I know. find you? Uh, I'll tell you better. Uh, I was really in a bad place yesterday, Todd. I mean, it, it really felt, it felt like, like literally a part of me died. I mean, oh. it's, it, it is, and I, and maybe because the years have gone by, but it felt worse than the day that I was out mowing the lawn and my ex-wife came out and told me that Don James had quit. And I remember I sat down next to my lawnmower and I just, I couldn't, you know, I, I couldn't, I couldn't fathom it. But I didn't, I didn't know what was yet to come, you know. No. Um, but yesterday, you know, we've already seen what might be to come. I hope not, for God's sakes. But, oh, my God, I, you know, thankfully, I didn't hang around with anybody. Or I think I talked to you a couple and went to boot camp because I was just in a really dark spot. But today... I'm, I'm better. I, I'm really sad. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really brokenhearted. And I remember thinking Thursday night when all this stuff was coming down and I, and I just could see it coming. And I told myself, if the University of Washington cannot keep him, then it's very clear what their priority is as far as being a big time winner. Um, but I think there's more to it than that. I think so too. Yeah, I think there's more truth than that. And I read somewhere that that he had told somebody, or maybe it was, it was soft to listen to, that said that, you know, that that his the only places he would go would be Alabama or the NFL. And I think he has that kind of aspiration. And I don't think he's going to be at Alabama for 17 years or whatever the amount of time that Nick Saban was there, because I think he has bigger things in mind. I think that's just the way this dude's wired. Um, but you know, and I, and I was listening to part of your, your podcast with, uh, with Jimmy and you're absolutely right. I think you and I talked yesterday about this is the dude's history. He doesn't stay very long, Yeah, he, you know, and, you know, and, and, you know, and Washington was a significant jump from Fresno state, because we know you can win a natty there only it takes every 32 years, apparently. But, um, but I think, and there's more that came out that, you know, that, that he saw the writing on the wall, that, that the, the financial commitment that was going to take and the university didn't have that or wasn't able to, or didn't want to. And he saw an opportunity to go to a place where you can win a championship where there's the money is, is unlimited apparently. And, you know, he's about winning championships. He said that. He's about winning championships. He didn't say he's about building a program. He said he's about winning championships. That, that is a fine point. Yes, he never said fine he point. want to build a program. 
He's about winning championships. That's all I know. That's what is nobody's. I'm, that's not. I'm probably not quoting it, but that's basically what he said at his at his presser. And he said kind of the same thing this morning at you know in Tuscaloosa. He's about winning championships. You know, is is it possible that 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 he came into a program in 2022 or I guess late 2021, the Husky program that was devastated by the disaster that was. Right. But he, you know, unlike what he did to Washington, able to keep those guys around, you know, Rome and all those guys that were there, and you know, and and realized the window that I th- and, and I remember thinking. Before the game uh, on Monday, you know the national championship game. I was thinking that 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 we better win this Natty, because if we don't, he may start looking elsewhere. And of course, apparently that's what he was doing already. So that's that's it, the part that stings. Yes, but but again, dude, he is about winning championships. He he's not about building a program and and you know and you know and gradually getting there in three to five years or whatever the time limit is, the time thing is. He's about right now. And this job at Alabama for a guy like that is it, it makes perfect sense. And I don't listen, I don't I think I think when he was here, he did well. He did a hell of a job. Let's let's call it what it is. He he came in to a program that was four and eight that was in complete disarray, and in two years, we're playing for a national championship. I mean, it is nothing short of remarkable. Who's to say? Who's to say, Todd, that after these guys all left, which we knew most of them were going to the ones that were you know that were eligible to to um to go to the NFL. You know, he didn't recruit very well. Let's let's call it what it is. His classes, the two classes that he recruited, not that great. So, you know, I all of a sudden I had a flashback of Rick Neuheisel that came in and took, you know, the guys that were left over from, from Coach Lambright and got him to a Rose Bowl his second year and won it. And then by the time it was over, there was, you know, the program was not, not in very good shape. Who's to say? Who's to say that that's not how it would have been? Because we don't know because he doesn't stay long enough to show that. It's, you know, and it's one thing to to win. And, and I'm, I'm winning is winning. But, you know, when you're winning at a at a lower level and you're not recruiting talent like it takes to win a national championship at this level, it's it's, it's different, you know. And, you know, and that message that he that he gives, it's it's great. It's a hell of a selling point. But you got to have talent, and, and and I'm not convinced he could recruit it. You know, I mean, let's face it. The core of this team was the classes, the last two classes of, of Chris Peterson. Bottom line, he won with Chris Peterson's kids, and then he got a couple guys out of the portal. Okay, but that, is that sustainable? I, I don't know that it is. Well, you, you know, are and, you are a more reasonable and rational person than I am. <laughs> As I stumble around through my waves of grief and disbelief, um, the, the lily pad upon which I find myself perched is quite different. And less educated and certainly less self-aware. Because I still keep hearing those words. I know. About loyalty and team and dedication. And then I realize, gosh, Todd, stop listening to the salesman. Right. Just drive the car. But Todd, I don't, 
here's here's the part that I have that I've come to. I don't know that he was selling bullshit. He was selling a message to accomplish a specific goal. When he's not he he was he's not selling um, lifetime friendships. Nope. He he's he's not selling. Uh, I'm going to make you a better man. He's about winning championships. That's what he said. That's what he said. And, you know, and, I and, fully and to, take your point. Yeah. You know, and to galvanize. Just don't like guys, it. No, I don't like <laughs> it. You're right. It's, it's dirty and it feels fucking disingenuous. But he didn't say he's about building a building a program long term. I'm about winning championships. That's that that's what I that that's all I know. That's what he said. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, you're right. Of course, I'm start. It's I'm starting to get it, and my mind then goes to, well, how did it go the last time we hired a coach, who was going to model and build young men? How has that gone for us? Well, Kalen DeBoer didn't say anything like that. It, he didn't say. What's that? Bingo, but but yes. he, he who shall not be named it. Yes, and he was a fraud. He was a fraud, and you know what else he was? A loser. He was a loser and a fraud. Kalen DeBoer is not a loser. Nope. He he is a winner. That's what winners do, and that's what that dude does. It doesn't that doesn't mean that he, you know, I, I mean, there's probably some of these kids, Michael Penix, that 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 will probably look at him you know, as a, as, as a mentor or, or whatever. And, and that's great, you know, but, but, but he never said, he never said I'm about building a program. And Todd, here's the thing. I don't know if that exists anymore, unless you're a top tier program. Like I said, this is, this is the food chain. Yeah. This is this this is what this is what college football has become because it's such a it, dude it is a dirty nasty business and it's always been like that. Yeah, look, how it goes is this: you know these you know a lot of these coaches come up the ranks. Don James is coaching at Kent State. He starts to win. You know, um, Mike Lude was there. They have a relationship. He saw qualities of him. So we're going to take that guy. We're going to take that guy and we're going to, you know, and we're going to devour that program to get your coach. Right. You know, it's, I, I think it's a rarity anymore when you have a guy like Nick Saban that stays at Alabama. Yeah. But staying in Alabama is staying at the top. Yeah. You know, you know, you don't see guys leaving Michigan. You don't see guys leaving Ohio State, at least not on their own choice. You know, I mean, Ryan Day, I don't know how long he's been at Ohio State now, but, you know, he, he, he doesn't seem to want to go anywhere. You know, I mean, I thought one of the bigger shockers uh, a couple of years ago was when uh, Brian Kelly left Notre Dame, you know, to right. go to LSU. But again, more resources because he, and it, you know, it came out later that he realized to get to a national championship, he can't do it at Notre Dame because of either the scholastic issues or, you know, I can't believe it's lack of resources, but, you know, but he decided he needed to go to a different place 
to win a national championship. That's no different, no different than what than what Kalen DeBoer. The only difference with that one is that they had a guy in house, um, Freeman. I can't remember his name is um, Marcus Freeman. Marcus Freeman. That 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 the kids all at least from what I know, most of the kids stayed around for. We didn't have that option because he came in DeBoer and 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 and. and you know, and pretty much just pull the rug out from those guys. I was reading that Elijah Jackson said they found out about this. They were in the weight room and and and, and ESPN was on and they were talking about DeBoer negotiating a contract. And they're like, what? They had no idea. They had that, no idea. That's a bad look. And my phone it's tells me look. that the stay homer has joined us. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you know, man? I, I don't. I, I I feel like I need another pseudonym for this call, other than the stay homer. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. How about stay, you know, stay alive. A pack, man. Of luck, a pack of lucky strikes and you know a <laughs> bottle of whiskey and a shotgun. Yeah. You know, I just. Uh, you know, man. it's gonna. Look, the state of the program that it's in, and unless they get someone in like like in a hurry, you know, so far nothing. I don't haven't seen anybody else leaving. Like, you know, I was looking thinking about those guys, all those young corners that they recruited last year, right. um, Caleb Presley and Curly Reed, and, and I haven't heard any of those guys yet to the portal. So maybe they're some of these guys are hanging on to see who they who they're going to get as a coach. Um, they need to they, they need to make it happen, but I'm gonna you know I it, it's just such a it's such a hard time to do this because now the portal's closed, bingo until, until May, so we're jacked there. Um, so, and, you know, real, real quickly, the portal for us to go shopping is closed, but the portal for our our current staff or excuse me team to enter and leave has been opened with our coach's departure for 30 days. Is that correct? That, that is absolutely correct. Well, which that's, is That's a little bitter. Which, yeah, which is which is kind of weird because so if the portal's closed to get to the school, where are these kids going to be in the portal? Where, where are they going to go? Right. So unless, you know, I mean, you know, unless they can, re, you know, get on, like, again, get somebody in there and try to re-recruit these kids – uh, you know, if they if they want them back, because because they're kind of in limbo land, which has got to be a terrible place to be when you're you know you're trying to finish your college and all that sort of stuff. But you know, it's it's weird because you know you want a coach right that is successful enough that other programs want, because if nobody else wants them, you're not going to want them eventually either, right? But but then there's always that. It doesn't always begin like that, though. I mean, no. You know, I mean, but, even DeBoer didn't begin like that. Everyone was like, just, I mean, I, I don't mean to interrupt. I, 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 I get your point, but it doesn't, you know, guys turn into commodities. Right. But as but, well. But look how fast it turned into, 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 into a commodity here. I mean, I think that's what hurts so bad, right? I mean, Sark was, Sark was at Washington for five years. And, you know, right. was, you know and, and did a, a good job, you know, it came in obviously in a terrible situation and, you know, and, you know, and, and got the program 
relevant and there was some talent there obviously you know and then the sc job opens its dream job i don't think i don't think anybody faulted him for leaving no um Particularly you know, since his nickname was Seven Win Steve, I think everyone was. <laughs> yes, I think yes. everyone was ready. I, I mean, if he would have, if he would have won more, uh, I think it certainly would resonate more like it, it is right now. Sure, I mean that's sure. a pretty. Good, you're, it's a good point, but that that is also a a huge gap, um, not only in time, but in well, mostly in results compared to DeVore, obviously. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you're absolutely right. You're you're absolutely right, and. You know, I just, it's just, it's just, guys, it, it, and maybe I'm just trying to find a, a way to wrap my head around this, but the cold, hard reality is that unless we're talking about Georgia, Alabama, Michigan, Ohio State, maybe LSU, everyone else is, 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 is prey to them. That's just yeah. that's just what it is, you know. And dude, we're gonna turn around probably and coach somebody else from a, from Kansas State or Kansas. I'm seeing those names, even Barry Odom from UNLV. You know, I, right. it's but that's that's where we are. I'm depressed because I don't want to suck. I'll just say it. I don't want to suck. No. And whatever's putting me in that situation. I'm going to rail against it. I don't care if I'm right or wrong. I don't want to suck anymore. And when you lose a coach, and I mean, look at, I mean, I had someone tell me, stop looking at who's decommitting. And I, I, you know, it'll drive you crazy. I'm like, okay. But when this kid. Who's still with us? I'm still here. Oh yeah, his audio. You know, I mean, his, his audio was terrible. But. Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, I, you know, I understand where John is coming from, and I, I don't want to suck either, and you know, and I'm afraid that that we're going to have a couple. I, I mean, next year is going to be really ugly. I mean, it yep. is probably. I mean, I mean, we may not win a game next year. I mean, I don't. I, I can't remember who's on the non-conference schedule, but, but, you know. Uh, We've got Michigan at home. We've got UCLA and USC at home. We play at Oregon. My God, you know, it's going to be really, really ugly. But I'm just waiting to hear that what looks like a difference maker, this kid from Cal, you know, in the wake of this shit, having a senior, you know, plug and play type of player. He's he's not coming. I'm waiting no. any moment, and he's not going to come. Why would he come? He's leaving Cal because he thought he was going to come be the next Roma Dunze on this dazzling team. I, I don't see him coming, and no. I, I I mean I you know I, again I, that's I I just think this is going to get really ugly, and for all of those. Even, you know, it seems like the media personalities associated with the UW, from Softy to Cam Cleland to Hugh and, you know, all of those people, they're really taking this level-headed approach, and um, more or less, and they're saying, we're going to be fine and all of that. <laughs> but, I'm, I, we're, I but mean, we're not, in the short term, fine. I don't think we're going to be fine. But we're not. No. We're, we're a long no. way from fine. 
No, no, we yeah, are. I, I, think we're, I think we're fucked. How long is it going to take? Because when the new guy comes in, I, I just, you know, our, where's our chemistry going to come from? And I'm just talking about year one for sure. Let's just leave it there. You know, we've gone from being in the natty to headed off to the Big Ten to get, you know, some Iowa corn shoved up our ass. It just sucks. I mean, I mean, has it? I don't recall ever in all the years I've watched football see a situation where a team ends up ranked number two and the next year might go winless. I I, I have never seen that happen. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I mean, we all expected a major drop off this year with all these guys graduating and all this sort of stuff, but it is going to. I mean, gentlemen, I think that the program is in, by the time this is all said and done, is going to be in worse shape than it was after he who shall not be named left. Because I really believe that because I think we've just begun to see the departures. And, you know, let's keep them. What's that? What's to keep them? You're right. Exactly. I, I think you're right. Well, I, I, it's and, just remember, a mess. and remember, back in 2008, there wasn't a transfer portal like this. You couldn't just bolt like this. Right. So, you know, so we, we were able to keep Chris Polk and, and um, Jake Locker. Yeah. I mean, look at look at what's happening. I mean, it, it is it is it is absolute devastation. And I, I don't know. How many years it's going to, and I'm talking about how many years, if you get the, if you get a guy that knows what he's doing, what if we hire a guy right. that, that we think is good? I mean, dude, uh, I, I, you know, you know, Richard said it, Richard said it back in September, October. He said, this year might be our best chance to win a natty in a long, long time. And that he said, thinking that, that Kalen DeBoer was going to be around. Yeah. Mm, I, I don't know that I would agree with that, but uh, I, I, I mean, I, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, th- think of what guys like think of well any remaining player who is tabbed to be a starter for next year. Take a guy, and 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 especially who hasn't played yet. Uh, take a guy like Austin Mack. Think what that dude was thinking. Uh, three weeks ago versus what he's thinking now. He's literally gone from, I am in perhaps the best situation, you know, given his skill set is, is exactly what a grub and DeBoer would do, but he had to be going, I, I just couldn't have it any better. I'm exactly where I should be. And now <laughs> what is he thinking yeah. about his Husky career? You know, oh, it's going to suck for two years. Ah, it's just a mess. It's such a fucking mess. It is. I mean, it it's is just, such a mess. The timing, the timing absolutely couldn't have been worse. It just, it could not have been worse to do it the way he did it when he did it. It was, you know, and, you know, and I just, uh, I, I, you know, I was so so disgusted after 2021 and i swore that you know i'm not doing more road trips until i see the university make a commitment and they did 
either that or they or they got damn lucky with Kalen DeBoer, you know, and and you know, and quickly turned things around. But but there was talent there. There was, you know, those two classes, 19 and 20, that Peterson did, there was talent and talent there. Yeah, there, clearly. I don't know how much I don't know how much is there now. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, guys, what what is someone like Carson Bruner thinking? Oh, totally. You know, I, I made a I made a spreadsheet the other night when I should have been doing my job, and um, uh, and I, again distracted incessantly by Husky football. And I made a spreadsheet of the depth chart for next year, and I tried to plug in as much as I knew and making assumptions on who who from the transfer portal from Will Rogers, you know, this this Hunter kid from Cal, and I you know. And I'm looking at our O-line, given Rosengarten coming. Uh, you know, I had him penciled in there and and even had Melee back at center with Brailsford moving off to guard. And I'm like, shit, you know, Cam Davis, you know, you know maybe a transfer portal running back, uh, you know, the Cal kid plus the existing receivers looking at the defense. Oh, Shit, I haven't even thought about that kid from ASU. Green. I mean, how uh, green, BJ Green. Yeah, I had, I, I'm yeah. thinking, you know, hey, I won't get carried away, but I'm, I'm seeing nine wins next year, and we'll see how good Will Rogers is. I, I, I'm seeing potentially nine wins coming off this year and feeling pretty good about where we're headed. And with DeBoer and how they've coached people up, you know, who knows? I think that's legitimate. I'm not, you know, not thinking natty, but maybe even an outside chance. We were ranked 10th in the last ESPN too soon to call it poll. We will not be the next one. Yeah, we're we're not 10 now. No, you're absolutely right, Jonathan. I, you know, I, I mean, it looked like, I, mean, I, I thought it was I, I was kind of looking forward to seeing what it looked like next year, kind of, you know, rebuilding. Hell yes. I was yeah. excited as fuck. Yeah. Like, you know, here's, a, here, here's someone else that must be thinking, what the hell is Jeremy Bernard? He commits. Uh, he commits. Right. And then Junior Adams leaves. He leaves. Go to Michigan State. He comes back. And then now this. I mean, that guy must be thinking, what did I do to deserve this? You know, you know, Alfonso Tupato, but but I think of Carson Bruner. Here's a you know a legacy guy. I, I, I mean, I mean, what is what is Mark Bruner telling his son at this point? Yeah, I mean, he wants to go to the NFL. I'm sure. Yeah, you know, uh, he's probably got. He's probably who I I I'm, I won't even say what his ceiling is, but I. That's a that's a pretty studly dude. He's got you know he's a junior next year. He's ready to fucking wreak havoc on people gentlemen my my gadget tells me we've been joined the artist formerly known as mr wilson (laughs) uh what's my new name loser (laughs) well when 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 just as our when we started this call and your names come up um phone's new name is former winner. Yeah. <sighs> Mine's Ouch. Iowa corn. Uh, mine is dry Iowa corn cob. Oh my gosh. Nice. 
So it would be nice, Richard, if you were just, you know, Jiffy Lube. How about that? And then it wouldn't be so bad. <laughs> uh, one can aspire to such heights, I suppose. <laughs> Well, Jonathan is in and out on this, and he just went out. We expect to have him back. Richard, how does the day find you, and how is your hangover? What's killing me right now as we work through it is, how was it to be a, a player yesterday? Ooh. Right? After two years of loyalty, team, right, integrity, commitment, then to see that your guy was was leaving you on the television through ESPN, how did you know, that land? What they say that twenty five percent of the team showed up for the mandatory meeting. Yep, twenty five percent. Yeah, that, <laughs> that that might tell you something. Well, a lot of unhappy kids, and I don't blame them. I mean, that's that's got to hurt. Um, it's got to hurt, and it. It took me several hours to get back to the point that the only thing I know for sure is that on August 31st, we are going to kick off a game in Husky Stadium. We will have a coach. We will have a team fielded, and we don't know what it's going to look like, but that is going to happen. Yes, that is true. However, it does lead to a bunch of questions which cause concern. Who are we? Concern and consternation. Yes, only absolutely. Have we, have we moved on to talking about potential replacements? I'd like to, and I would like to volunteer. Now, shoot me for this. But if inspiration is a big part of the coach, right, then Mr. Shepard comes to mind for me. Yeah, he's not ready. And I suspect that's true. But gosh, I, I just, I get little tinglies every time I hear him speak. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I love his attitude and his fire. And, but he's, he's not ready for that position yet. Now, give him a few years as an OC and I, I'm just not. I Actually, you know, to be fair, I don't know his... Uh, resume so I'm speaking a little bit prematurely on that but uh, I didn't we obviously none of us liked the result of elevating the coordinator to head coach job the last time we did it yeah um, and he's he's not even a full-blown coordinator yet so that that's not going to happen I don't think that's a, a viable yeah I'm just candidate i'm just taking a stab in the dark here well yeah. supposedly he is on the list i was reading supposedly he actually is on the list well and is it is it less of a stretch to say coach crud it's less of a stretch i don't For sure i'm kind of uh to be honest as much as that was a gut reaction the more i think about it, it's like eh, i might be ready to kind of cut ties with the formal regime but i certainly wouldn't rule him out i mean if he 
look, if he breaks the door down saying, I really want this job, then I'm listening harder. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not crawling to him saying, Hey, we really want you to stay. I mean, I'm looking at the list of coaches that, uh, there's two different lists that came up. One was, uh, from somebody I'm not familiar with from the times. And the other was from Wilner. Right. And, um, you know, Jed Fish is uh, a potential viable candidate. And the two coaches in Kansas, which the rumor was right. that our AD was in Kansas yesterday. So I don't know if that was true or not. But. I got a quick question. After we fired Jimmy Lake and began our search and the news stories that pop up with this is the quick list, the early list of potential candidates. Was DeBoer <clears throat> on that? Were no. we talking about DeBoer or were we talking about the Iowa State coach and the Cincinnati we're, we're talking about, We were talking about the Iowa State coach. We were talking about um, who's the other hot name at that time. That Matt Campbell is the guy that kept right. coming up. Who's, who's coming up, up, up again, by the way. Yeah. Um, there was somebody else, too, that was the, the red hot guy, too. No, no, DeBoer was in left field. Right. Well, so he, was, that, that, he was. That tells me we could get anybody, right? And it's very possible that our next coach, his name is not being spoken of just yet. Well, that's always could be a real possibility. There's a rumor that Jonathan actually works for a tech company. You just wouldn't know it. <laughs> the, uh, the two candidates that are from Kansas, one at the U of Kansas and the other at Kansas State. Right. Um, they both have impressive lower division, division coaching records. Leopold, at, or Leipold, however you say it, at Kansas won six Division three national titles and finished with a 109 and six overall record. Good Lord. That's pretty good. And that's DeBoer esque. Yeah. Kleiman at Kansas State um, is listed as um, having four FCS national championships. Wow. At North Dakota State. So we've seen now that you can take a coach from lower division footballs and see what their chops do. Um, but this is why you got to be in the room with them and talk to them and see what, uh, what's going on. I think, you know, just as a, a quick little wrap up on the disappointing development of DeBoer leaving, I think the thing that, you know, obviously the vitriol and anger and everything happens immediately. But I think the thing that ticks me off is that he proved that you can get to a national championship and you had your chances to win that game, right? So it's possible to win a national championship at Washington. It's yeah. not impossible. 
it's difficult, but it's not impossible. And it just kind of feels like he's taking the easy route going to Alabama. If, if you want to, you can build a great program at Washington if you want to be here. And I think that's what's disappointing to me is that it's like he just took the easy way for all the hard work and everything you got to right. do and put your nose to the grindstone and blah, blah, blah. He just, I mean, he just swallowed the easy pill. Is it, is it fair to wonder then about Saban? Didn't Saban win a national championship at LSU and still leave to go to Alabama? No. No, he left LSU to take the Miami Dolphins job. Fair. Okay. Thank you. And that, and that didn't turn out too well. And then he came back and got the Alabama job. Yeah. You know, Richard, I, you know, Richard, I, I completely agree with you. Um, I will say this, though, and I said it earlier, is that DeBoer always talks about he's about winning championships, right? That's what he says. He doesn't say he's about building programs. And, you know, and maybe you're spot on. He's following Alabama, you know, Nick Saban, and which we know that place recruits itself. Um, everything is in place. He, you know, I mean, he, you're right. He grabbed the gold ring. Yeah. The, uh, the interesting thing that somebody sent me a link to yesterday uh, was saying that when it was announced we were going to the Big Ten with a 50% revenue share, that was the deal breaker for yes, the board. I read that also. He was done at that point. So, okay. Um, and I guess I understand that, but I, I mean, I understand being frustrated with it, not liking it, but I, I mean, it's, I don't think we were, I, I'm not sure what the numbers were of what we were offering him, but it, after a, after a week or two, the fact that he hadn't signed that extension, I was chipping my teeth. I just yep. didn't understand it. Everyone's like, oh, well, I'm, no, no, you just get that stuff done. You were, you were right to do so. Yeah. Right. You know, and I don't, I don't know that it was amount, the amount of money that he was getting because Hugh Millen was talking about this yesterday that that part of the the he or he heard or thought or something the negotiation had to do with how much money would be going to his staff and then how much money is left over for the whole NIL thing and I and it's he he implied like when you start doing the math there just wasn't going to be enough money there that you know at least that would that would deport that DeBoer thought would be needed to you know get him where he wanted this team to be at least or, or sustainable. I'm not sure which, which obviously resources will not be a problem in Alabama. No, no, there will never be a problem with resources in Alabama. I just hope that he has a tough time. <laughs> Dude, you, oh, me you, too. And me you and me both. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready for him to, to lose a heartbreaker to LSU and 
everybody else that could possibly jump up and bite him down there. Maybe, maybe, maybe Sark will get him on the third time. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's kind of funny to sit here and look and you know. I saw you guys say something about a little more respect for Dan Lanning. I'm not going that far. And the truth of it is, I don't think Dan Lanning was anything other than a safety valve. I don't think they wanted Dan Lanning. Why would they want Dan Lanning after he's taken the gas pipe three times to Kalen DeBoer? Right. Well, I think... I think it was because of, well, he's young and he's very aggressive and he has roots in the SEC and there's no question he can recruit. There's, that is no, that, that's, that's indisputable. When I, when I wrote about respect, at least he's staying, at least yeah. he's staying around. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, he wants to, he wants to build a program there and frankly, they are, and you know what, and they're going to win an Addy there. Oh, don't I don't know that. when. Don't say well, that. Who's winning in Natty? I'm just saying, if Dan Lanning stays at Oregon and they oh. keep recruiting like they've been doing, they're going to win a Natty there. And it's going to be sickening. You know, guys, here's the thing. You know, the, the timing of Saban retiring is just unreal. Um, but if Harbaugh had taken that Michigan or left Michigan to go to the NFL, you don't think DeBoer would have been a candidate for Michigan and would have it would have taken that? Of course he would have. Yep. Yep. I mean, particularly the state of their program. Yes. Again, again, yep. Richard, like you said, take the easy way out. Yeah, he was. I'm convinced he was going to leave regardless. Well, I don't think. I don't think Michigan is as much of a slam dunk as Alabama. True. Um, I mean, Bama's, that's a machine. But, but let's not forget, you know, it's been a few years since they won a title there. Not Six. like it's every year. No. Been- well, that's the, that's the joys of the portal. It giveth and it taketh away. Right, right. And Georgia and with the, with the rise of Georgia. Which which may have been the best team of the you know in the country this year still, but regardless, I, um, I, I saw a little blurb yesterday, and it said with Saban's retirement, the following is a list of coach active coaches who have beaten Kirby Smart in the last three years, and there was no one on the list. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I have a question for you guys. And I, I, this, this isn't a question as to the feasibility of it or whether it's realistic or not. I'm just saying, if it happened, what would you feel if Pete Carroll was elected? <laughs> I the, knew that the was new coming. Coach of uh, of the Huskies, Richard, you first. <laughs> well, I I struggle to envision Pete Carroll having the stamina to recruit in today's world. I mean, it's so much different than it was when, since he left SC, but I'll tell you what, his teams would not suck. He would. And 
and I'm okay with a uh, with a more run first mentality. Um, that's one thing about uh, these Kansas coaches. Yeah, I think they both run the ball more, uh, and that's a good thing. I think you know the pass happy DeBoer slash Grub offense was high flying and fun to watch, but man, there were a couple games where you were fighting the elements so much that you were lucky to escape. And, you know, you're going to get bitten. In, I mean, you have games in Husky Stadium in November. Windy, sideways rain, cold. Sometimes you just got to be able to run the ball. Now, we got away with it the last two years, undefeated at home, but it was a close call a couple times. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm all about having a. So, uh, so you would you would be in favor of running the ball more? No, no, Pete. We're talking Pete. Oh yeah, no, you would I, you I, would be more happy than upset. I think. Look, if you could tell me that Pete was going to stay around for until he was seventy six, then I'd take him for four years. But I don't need another two year fix. Yeah. He's 72. Terry? <laughs> I'm kind of with Richard. Um, I think I would be concerned about, like I said, trying to recruit, transfer portal, all that. Remember, when he was at USC, USC recruits itself. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, you're going to get every guy from L.A. wanting to play there that's that's good. And they did. And and I'm not saying he didn't didn't recruit. I'm not saying that at all. But it's a different animal now than it was 20 years ago or 20, whatever, 22 years ago when he was there. And with the portal and the NIL thing, I just I just don't know. And I'm afraid it would be a stopgap deal. But I think as far as come in and. The, the guys that stayed, the the energy he'd bring in there, I think would be would be really really great for those kids. It would it would certainly, I think, bring some sunshine in that locker room. I think it's pretty gloomy right now. Gentlemen, yeah. it's this is not the week we we hope for. Monday was not the game we hope for. This has been an absolute gut punch, followed by a kick to the groin. And uh, I need to go vacuum the living room and then try not to throw up. All right. We'll see if you can find any fucking all-star football coaches underneath your couch <laughs> cushions. All right. God. It's a new year. I love the three of you like my own skin. And this is not what I wanted to be talking about this week. No. Unbelievable. In the span of four days. I just can't get over in the span of four days. We we were playing for national championship. We lose. We still end up season ranked number two, and four days later, the the program is on fire. It's just it just blows my mind. It's like a movie. It I mean, really I, is. I, I, it, it, it's yeah, it's fucking tragic right now. Well. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have anything to close with. I'm, 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 I'm fucking devastated. So, R- 
Take us home, Richard. Close it out. On August 31st, we're going to kick off with a team and a coach. And that is going to happen. So when it feels like the program is dead, just remember, we're going to field a team. We're going to find a coach. We're going to find out if Troy can make a pick that helps get us back on track. And we're going to move forward, whether we like it or not. So get ready for a season of the unknown. Well said. That really started well. (laughs) It ended with a season (laughs) of unknown. You sort of lost me at the end, or you brought me back to serious reality. I mean, well, I mean, if you look at the, if you look at, read the resume on the two Kansas coach. Yeah, I did. And mm-hmm. then, and then think, well, if you got one of those guys, you might actually be dealing with somebody who really knows how to build a, a program and win championships. So we don't, we don't know what we're going to get yet. We're going to have to wait and see. And remember, all the kids that went into the portal doesn't mean they're going to leave. It means they can. Yeah, right. It's going to be up to the new yeah. regime to decide if they want to recruit them back into the program or not. Yep. So. Fair point. You know, Richard, in, you know, in the middle of the storm, that's about as sunny as it can get. Well, I mean, I mean, it's true. I mean, you're absolutely right. We just have to wait and see what happens. Yep. Yep. Right now it's right now we got, you know, two coaching seats in the city of Seattle that need to be filled. And I'm I'm curious to see who they end up being. Yeah. I hope I don't have to root for Jim Harbaugh. That's all I know. Yeah, that would be tough, but you would find a way if he got us to the Super Bowl. Absolutely. I suppose. Oh, that's, that's just win, baby. Just that's win. Bitter sauce. <laughs> Gentlemen. See you guys. Hear all your voices. You Go dogs. Woof. Thanks, Todd. Woof. Woof. Talk to Woof. you. Uh.